This is the Old Trailblazer broadcast. This is Pastor Albert Pendarvis, the Old Trailblazer, riding out on old Dan. Come on, Dan, let's go. And we're bringing you a series of studies now on blood redemption. Early on, we're speaking about blood redemption in the, in the Old Testament. And uh, we're going to go back, get back, and later on in the New Testament. And uh, did you know that the Bible is a Bible? Man divided the Bible. The Lord didn't divide it. But we're going to be looking there. And it's for convenience sake that it's divided. I understand that. But we're looking at what happened. The Lord had created Adam and Eve and uh, placed them there in the garden. And they sinned. They sinned by taking of the forbidden fruit. And they were afraid because their eyes were, their eyes were open. And they saw themselves naked in the sight of God. I ask you that. Has the Lord ever pulled back the scales of your heart and let you see what a miserable wretch you are outside of Christ? You know, man is, a, is proud. Proud as a peacock, aren't we? We think we somebody come. Oh, that's an old country term they use down here in the country. When we as kids, people say, well, she thinks she's somebody come. But listen, man thinks he's somebody come, thinks he's somebody important. But have you ever seen what a miserable wretch you are? I often think about the old prodigal son, we call him, that went off and spent all of his money. You know, he was his father's delight. He was he was the, the younger son, and he was probably uh, greatly admired in his community, and maybe in like Absalom, he was fair to look upon and all of those things. But when he found himself in want, and he connected himself or attached himself to a farmer, and he put him in the hog pen to feed those hogs, he came down, didn't he? And I believe for a long time he struggled with that, thinking, why, why am I, what am I doing here? Well, my fa- I'm my father's son. I don't need to be here. I-, I ought to be up there on the, but no. One day, the Bible says, one day he came to himself. That's the greatest statement I can make of an individual who comes to himself. Maybe that will happen today. Maybe the Lord will open somebody's heart that they come to themselves. I have loved ones and friends and neighbors and and congregation whom it would do my heart good to see them come to themselves and let them see who they are by nature, what they are by nature, and then the judgment they're under. But we saw in our last study how that the Lord had sought out Adam, and the Lord asked him, said, Where art thou? And he said he was naked. He said he was naked. How did the sinner reply? to the faithful and gracious inquiry of God. How did Adam treat the gracious Lord? Listen, and the man said, and the man said, the woman which thou gavest to be with me, she gave me of the tree, and I did eat. Now, my friend, this is one of those things that uh, I find repulsive, that people blame somebody else. Blame somebody else. That woman thou gavest me. Oh, listen, brother, have you ever taken the blame? Listen, have you ever taken the blame? Adam had not taken the blame. He blamed Eve. He knew what he was doing, just like you do. Do you blame your wife for everything in the country? Maybe she blames you for everything in the country. But my friend, before before you ever get saved, you're going to take the blame. You ask me sometime, what is repentance, trailblazer? And I tell you, repentance is taking the blame, walking alongside with the Lord and agreeing with what he feels and thinks about you and your condition. You acknowledge, Lord, Lord, I'm just what you say I am. 
miserable, poor, and blind, and naked. That's what repentance is, my friend. But listen, he said, she gave me of the tree, and I did eat. This only reveals the awful depths of evil into which man had fallen. Listen, Adam said, I heard thy voice, and I was afraid. I was naked. I hid myself. Let's look at those Let's look at those uh, phrases. I heard thy voice. Have you ever heard the voice of the Lord? I'm not talking about an audible voice. I'm talking about that still, small voice in your bosom. Maybe you call it your conscience. Maybe you call it whatever you want to. But have you ever, have you ever come to realize that, that your, your sinfulness is exposed to the Lord and he knows all about you? Have you ever heard his voice? Oh, my friend. And then listen, listen. He said, I was afraid. Have you ever become afraid? Did you know the old trailblazers are afraid now? I have a fear right now. I have a fear that the Lord will leave some of you in your present condition. And you'll go out into eternity. That's a fear in my heart. Fear for my family, my grandchildren, my children, those who are not saved. And for my congregation. My folks here at First Baptist Church of Algiers, scattered all across this nation, surely I get calls and letters and emails from folks who brag on the old trailblazer, who congratulate the old trailblazer on many things and tell me how much you love me. But are you saved? Can you and I rejoice together in the fact that God loves us? Can you look up into the starry skies at night and say, thank you, Lord, for saving an old sinner like me, old Joe, old Tom, old Mary, old uh, Susie. Can you do that, my friend? Maybe you making biscuits there in the stove early in the morning, putting biscuits in the stove, getting ready to bring out the, the syrup and the, and the butter and the milk for your husband breakfast, cooking, maybe breaking an egg or two in the skillet. Are you saved? Well, let's go back. Are you driving down Highway 90 or 85 or 40, 65, 69, wherever? One of those old interstates, the 12 and 12, coming through Walker, right? Your little old town called Walker. Interstate just busted it wide open. Are you, are you out there on 12 thinking all is well? Are you saved? If you don't make it back home tonight, are you saved? Oh, my friend, have you ever been afraid that the Lord would go off and leave you? I have folks call me and say, Pastor, pray that the Lord don't leave me. In this condition, I'm lost. I want to be saved. Oh, and then, then Adam said, I was naked. Have you ever seen yourself stripped before God, knowing that his all-seeing eye, he can see you there in your sinfulness? You, you tell me that, well, I go to church every Sunday, but what about Saturday night? Are you in the casino on Saturday night? I told you recently about this mad man and woman who lived in this little town, and, and they had an old poly parrot. And they got up on Sunday morning, went to church, and somehow they left the door open, and the old parrot got out. And he followed them down in a little old town and flew in the church door and sat on the pew behind them. And after a while, he said, uh, honky-tonk, honky-tonk. And the man looked back and said, all right, all right, I'm going to take you home now if you don't shut up. Just shut up now, I won't take you home. Honky-tonk, honky-tonk. He said, this is a church. Same crowd, same crowd. Same crowd. Do you go to honky-tonk at night, go to church on Sunday morning, thinking all is well? Do you know what salvation is, my friend? Salvation is a deliverance from sin. 
I've had a dozen folks call me in the last week telling me, Trailblazer, you just don't know what's out here in our churches. You just don't know what's in the average Protestant church today. We have a social club. We have just a social club where we have ballet dancing on Sunday night. We have all sorts of, of, uh, of movies on Sunday night. We call off the Sunday night service. The preacher is too tired. He says he's tired, tired from playing golf or tired from whatever. We have a big screen, movie screen in the church, and we play sometimes religious movies and sometimes not. And uh, we have lost it, Pastor. Trailblazer, we have lost it. I have dozens of individuals call me on a weekly basis and a monthly basis and tell me that same story. And they have never seen themselves. That pastor has never seen himself under the weight and guilt of sin that he must be true to those souls. Then Adam said, I hid myself. How many of you are hiding yourself today? Hiding behind some profession of faith? Hiding behind some mental decision that you trusted Jesus? It's always been the way of fallen man. Everyone and everything is blamed but yourself. You don't take the blame. Just don't take the blame. I, don't, I understand it because your eyes are darkened, your heart is darkened, your eyes are blinded. But listen, fallen man justifies himself before everybody and in everything that he does. Oh, my friend, this reveals the wickedness the total depravity, there you go. We spoke about that last time. The darkness, the wretchedness, the sinfulness of the human heart. Now listen, I tell you this morning, tonight, whatever, I know that you don't hear of those things in the average church today. I know that. I tell you, you go down the road and you see a church with two or three, four acres of parking lot plam full on Sunday morning. There's no truth going out there. Folks do not love the truth. No, folks don't love the truth. They just don't love it. And I had a man call me from St. Louis not long ago, and he said, Pastor Trailblazer, he said, I'm a black sovereign grace preacher. And I said, well, he said, that sounds funny, don't it? I said, no, no, it don't sound funny. I said, tell me how many people you have coming to service. He said, I got 14. 14 on Sunday, Trailblazer. I said, well, it sounded to me like you're preaching the truth. Because if you had 500, I'd say you probably missed the boat. My friend, folks just don't want the gospel. Folks just won't have the gospel. And I tell you, and I've often told you, that it's a miracle when the Lord saves a sinner. It's a miracle of God's grace that the Lord would send the Holy Spirit to come down to this old earth and to probe your heart, open your eyes to see the sinfulness of your heart, and let you see your need of salvation. What is salvation? It's a deliverance. Let you see your need of cleansing. Why do you need to be cleansed? Because you're filthy. The Bible said we have covering made of menstruous rags, my friend. We need to be cleansed and washed and pardoned from those things. And how do we do it? By the grace of God, through the blood redemption that's in Christ Jesus our Lord, and there are no other way. Church, church membership is not salvation. Baptism is not salvation. Church traditions is not, is not salvation. Being the best you can is not salvation. Well, what is salvation, Trailblazer? It's coming to see yourself first in need. In need of what? In need of being washed in the blood. Only the blood. The salvation 
is by blood and by power. You say, well, I won't have your bloody religion. Well, I just tell you, you just have to go on for your trouble. You just have to go on. I can't help it. I'm not to blame for your sin. I'm not to blame for your ignorance of God's word. God's word said the soul that sinneth, it shall die. The Bible says uh, it is a point unto man once to die. But it also said, come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, I'll give you rest. It says, ho, uh, come eat, buy, buy milk and buy wine without price, without money. And those are the great invitations of God. And then we see here, Adam, and we're going to see in just in the next study or two how that the Lord Jehovah God preached the gospel to Adam and Eve there in the, in the bushes and showed them the way of salvation. But this is the old Trailblazer broadcast. I wish I could sit down by your side and maybe drink a cup of coffee with you or, or a hot cup of tea for, and whatever you like. And if you would, write me. Let me hear from you. Help me with the broadcast if you can. If you love the old-time, old-fashioned preaching, if you love to give out good tracts, write me. I'll send them to you, free and postpaid. And then I'll pray for you as you pray for me. Pray for my family as you pray for yours. Ask your prayer leader this Sunday night. Mr. Leader, pray for the old trailblazer. He needs our prayers. And then tell somebody about the broadcast, if you will. Remember my mailing address, the old trailblazer, post office box 1810, Walker, Louisiana, 70785. Goodbye and God bless you. If you missed part of today's broadcast or would like a recording, the old trailblazer broadcast is now available for download to your phone, to your iPad or computer via podcast. Find out more about our podcast by visiting our website at radiomissions.org. That's radiomissions.org.